skim off that one. <laughs> That's all long we have. Filmed. Yeah, the dust, the dust definitely flew off the clacker there. But you know, what is it? It's time to what do you say? Uh, cue up the phrase. Oh, what is it? Oh, seems like we haven't done this in a while. Oh, the phrase. <laughs> Yeah. literally seems like we haven't done a podcast in forever well when was and the we last say time? that about every single time about two weeks ago so no? i think we should just start doing them week every other week no i think doing them tuesdays is perfect because that's when the new rankings come out oh it's perfect yeah it's perfect because uh i get no homework done because of you <laughs> Shut so up. as you're sitting on your phone doing tiktok you could have been typing up your assignments there you told me we were ready to go like no, 20 times. You're we're, like, oh, I'm ready. Wait, five more minutes. Wait, no, uh, we're ready. We're ready to go. So quite the show I've prepared in the last 40 minutes for you guys, right? And you're going to be proud of me because I did exactly what is probably the hardest thing. So when people ask me, usually since no one else around here watches fighting, it's mostly Bianca. When she asked me, who's your favorite fighter? I'm like, you know, I couldn't really tell you because there's just so many guys in each division. So you know what I did? after we talk about what's going on with welterweight after we talk about this upcoming fight card which is i mean if you go and say oh this is a girl main event you can just go you know you you would have said that you can just go sit down and just shut up for the rest of your life because this is going to be the best women's main event that you're ever going to see in your entire life because it's two of my favorite fighters clashing it out this weekend but that's besides the point so after we talk about all the things we're gonna get to kellen's most exciting fighters in each weight division i give i give you guys two three options and then i'm gonna give a winner in some divisions they're gonna have just one clear guy because and you know what it's gonna be so people all my fans you know it's so (laughs) if you guys attack me it's gonna be kellen's favorite so like what gets kellen out of bed you know what what is kellen what can kellen not what miss what Kel fighters forward to what fighters can kellen not miss so it's not your fighters remember that when i'm saying that it's not your favorite <laughs> fighters right? it's kellen a little disclaimer so i'm not saying that these guys are better than your guys or my guys are better than your guys i'm just saying this is what kellen likes okay Good but, little disclaimer. Yeah, so, and I'm actually really excited. I mean, not excited. I'm really happy we didn't do a post-UFC 273 podcast because Bianca and I, even though, <laughs> recurring theme here, usually the things we talk about about two weeks in the past now, so we get a time to think about it and give you our honest-to-God, like, <laughs> honest to I've God. been thinking about everything, and Hamza Chemaev, I mean... I was disappointed, was I not? Yeah. At the beginning. I don't even think I that expe- he should have well, won Well, I rewatched that. the fight, and I can affirm to you that he did win the fight. He won one and three, and two was close because he got- I don't think he won two. Into a dimi- no, he didn't. He didn't win two. He got and caught. I don't think he won four or five. Oh, wait. We only have a three-round fight here. I mean- <laughs> This was wait, the no, only fight- no, I thought it was for that- the belt, so I thought it was five rounds. Here we go. This was the only fight that <laughs> that actually brought Bianca's eyes off from TikTok onto the screen. Okay, that's not true. You know that you were nervous for this Hamzat fight. It's it, it was the people's all of them make me nervous. One, two it makes all my da- dad's not, nervous for every single one of them because on he bets TikTok on every single one of them. Every time I'm on like Pinterest or online shopping, it's mm. not just TikTok. Okay, so you thought Gilbert won two and three? There is an argument for Gilbert winning, but he didn't. I don't think he won. But he didn't. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like 
it was a, in the moment i was just so disappointed in the fact that yeah. i thought hamzat was going to run through gilbert but gilbert is an og gangster and also hamzat <laughs> is a f- he's the he's the he's a legend and this honestly proved more to me that fight and i'm happy i didn't get on a podcast and talk about how he upset did like I was right afterwards yeah because thinking about it more and more hearing everybody's different opinions it honestly does prove a ton um about just Hamzat, the way he can take a punch, the way he's not going to go away in a fight. And when the wrestling's not working for him, he has so many other avenues to win. And we saw that. And he'll just stalk you down the entire fight. And he is going to be a problem. I, You know, this is what I was going to say here. I've, since we're talking about Hamzat and all the welterweight kind of freak fest going on. What is going on at welterweight? Because Bilal Muhammad, I thought he had zero chance to beat Vicente Luque. And what does he do? Bilal, remember the name? He just runs right in there and he just absolutely throws Vicente off his game with his... He just moves side to side around the octagon the entire time. Perfectly timed shots. Hit Vicente with some big shots because Vicente was probably expecting to get taken down. And every time Bilal was getting smoked on the feet, Time's a perfect doubling, just sends it to the ground. And Vicente, he's so well-rounded and stuff, but I was just so impressed by Bilal. And what are we thinking? Are we going, <laughs> obviously, Kamara versus Leon, probably. Wouldn't be mad if Leon did a rematch or something with Bilal, but I just think that nobody beats Kamara Usman. I don't think anybody beats Kamaro, but I think really? the closest challenge besides Colby is obviously got to be Hamzat. Hamza. I think that Kamaru, as much as I love Leon and I think he deserves his title shot, he's just, he's not going to get past. Well, so you think Connor has a better shot? Because you just said besides Connor is Hamzat. I mean Colby. Oh, oh, maybe you said Colby. I think I heard Connor though. Okay, so this <laughs> throws off my whole entire thought process. What? But no. <laughs> Kobe is going to Kobe is this he's he's one he's one B. Hamzat's one C. Okay. Leon is he's number two. And then like I guess you gotta put Bilal. So who's one A? One A is the champ, Kamar Usman. Okay. I'm just saying my whole point is everything's all jacked up here, but I guess at the end of the day it doesn't really matter because nobody's being Kamaro, and that's a fact. Kamaro is not going to get taken out by Hamzat. I, I don't care Hamzot what anybody says. So I thought bad. that Hamzat could get by. I just don't think it's happening. Because after this Gilbert fight, you thought he was going to like rake through him. But because he didn't, you're like, there's no way he's going to make it with Usman. Then. It's like an interesting kind of dynamic. Because it's like you could think of it like, okay, Hamzat showed a lot of heart. Maybe he does have what it takes to get by Usman. But at the same time, you can take it as, look what Usman did to Gilbert. And I don't know if Hamza and can, Gilbert and Hamza barely. Hamza's best attribute is the fact that he can find a way, even when things aren't going his way. It seems like he can sway the fight still because he still maintains pressure and he still has good striking. So if he gets into a brawl with Usman, he could get Usman into a situation where even though Usman may be winning a fight because of Hamza's pressure and his just relentless mentality, it could lead to kamara making a mistake like it could lead to a brawl like i just see like a lot of hamzat's fights turning into like a, just a freaking bloodbath like yeah. Gilbert, because guys because he's just so high level that i think a lot of other guys are just it's just gonna be a freaking clash dude it's gonna be so interesting to see how other people approach fight fighting him because colby what's the number one go-to for colby 
He's going to try to take you down. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. Do you see? Hamza was standing straight up in the air. Gilbert Burns, who <laughs> was built like an absolute tank, grabs a single leg. It looked deep. And what did it have? It looked like Gilbert ran into a brick wall. And he just stuffs it. And then it, even on perfectly timed takedowns, Hamza sprawls. It's like you don't even have a chance, dude. So I don't know what's going on at welterweight. Who's gonna do what? What Bilal Muhammad is doing? But I guess I gotta res- put some respect on remember the name Bilal Muhammad, dude. As much as I d- <laughs> don't want to watch that, you know. But he's he's doing good on the feet, and that's good. Who was another fight that happened after? Or- I like Bilal. Bilal's fine. He's a funny guy. But okay. it's just I really like Vicente, and it was just like hurting my feelings that Vicente lost. <laughs> also, my dad bet on Bilal, and then he just like rubs it in my face, and it's like, oh my god. But well, like, yeah. okay what was the another fight that was on that card with hamza it not the not the volkanovsky but the other one that was also a really good fight oh Piotr and uh aljamain yeah Sterling. that one was good is that the one i'm thinking of i don't know volkanovsky like absolutely tore through chan sung jung yeah. you see that one coming oh <laughs> also dude i predicted it if there was one fight to be an upset it was aljamain aljamain Mm-hmm. Just we overlook all these guys, Juliana Pena, Aljamain, overlook them, and then all of a sudden they just get the dub. Yeah. Even though he had his butt kicked in four and five, and I think that should get you a fight. If you get I your butt kicked agree. in the last two rounds of the fight, dude, you shouldn't. I don't know. I, don't, I agree. Stupid. Yeah. stupid. That was dumb. Yeah. But what was another fight on that card, dude? I don't even remember. I feel like there was another good one, but maybe it was just those. There's tons. I mean. Because there was ones where we're like, is- oh, they're definitely done. Maybe I'm thinking of the Gilbert fight yeah gilbert shelled up because we were like oh he's done for like stamina wise oh yeah and then he just comes back and starts throwing overhand rights like yeah. a madman yeah but what is going on at welterweight we don't know it's gonna get sorted out soon as soon as the welterweight title fight with kamara usman gets announced between leon and kamara if that happens everything is gonna sort itself yeah. out because yeah. we're, then we're gonna get kobe hamzat and then we'll get Bilal versus maybe gilbert or something fun like that Bilal probably is gonna fight sooner than that though so who who do you fight though who Bilal is Bilal gonna be on the sidelines for a bit let me see your rankings here ah, Bilal. yeah he's in a tough spot Bilal's gonna be sitting down unless he wants to fight somebody behind him which I don't think he's gonna do yeah what's the fun thing that you have planned for us today I told you did you not listen no I know well you want TikTok again? <laughs> Every time what? I look at my videos, I'm like, oh, TikTok. You're such I hear, a I hear liar. The s- same as it was Harry Silas Hound every goddamn oh five God, seconds. You are dude. such a liar. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, dude. But yeah. Now, I guess I've been so excited to talk, get it, get it. You don't have a platform to talk to you guys about my feelings about these fights, but I guess. Let's just hop right in really quick, and then we'll get into our game, and then talk about some of the new newly announced fights. So you didn't explain the game to me, though. You said we had something fun. It's not a game. I picked every. I picked. Yeah, you. This isn't a game. But you just call it a game. You just had to hop right into the game. I said I'm gonna pick my most exciting fighter in each weight division. Yes. No. I I know that, but you said it was a game. It is a game for me. Okay, games are fun. So I was looking forward to the fun game. I'm not saying this that that doesn't sound fun. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Okay. Very well, looking forward to it. Okay. Got a new couch. Feel free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. So that's enough with the Luke Muhammad. I got to go rewatch some of those fights, you know, doing stuff <laughs> on Saturday. Kellen's has to have a little bit of a life. Am I right? You can't just sit at home on Saturday and watch every single fight. But oh, you but can. You do, oh, you do. Oh, you can actually. But you do. Actually, you can. 
Okay. Unless I like force you to do something with me instead. Anybody hating on this main event? You don't know anything about fighting and i don't know anything about fighting i'm sorry but i but do know you enough. would have hated on that main event a year this ago main event, jessica Andrade for a year ago amanda lemos a, a year ago a year you ago say you're telling me a year I'm not ago gonna call you out right a year now. ago i said jessica Andrade had performance of the year okay, against okay. caitlin chukagan there and was then amanda a point Lemos has been on my radar forever the women's fights are sometimes sleepers there's plenty of men's sleeper fights this this is not going to be a sleeper. This is going to be an eyes opener because you're, you're going <laughs> to be wide eyes. Dude, wa- I remember. For uh, let's just start at the top down. Ready? This there's going to be three main juices on this card that you cannot miss. And if you do miss it, I guess go back on ESPN Plus. Am I right? So these Look are the, up clips the, on you on okay, TikTok. Okay, there's three or four main juices that I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to do this a little thing because apparently at UFC 273, I was completely unaware of this because I've been out of the loop for a little bit. But <laughs> UFC 273 fan voting cryptocurrency, they're giving like uh, pay per views like an extra sixty grand, and fans can vote. So like they, for fight of, fight of the night. So like thirty thousand goes to the first place winner, twenty thousand goes to the second place, and ten, which is stupid. They should do this on. Dude, crypto.com you bought freaking staples center and you can only do the extra 60k for the freaking pay-per-views yeah. do it for every fight night that's losers that's ridiculous they should do it for every fight yeah so we're gonna do this for every these are the ones i'm gonna rank them top to bottom and we're gonna break them down okay okay we're finally getting this fight kellen suggested that this happen after manel cap beat uh was it zaruka dashev and we're getting this or no is it not zaruka dashev is jagashim and gulov uh, How do you pronounce these names? Just like they roll off your tongue. It's oh, practice. It's practice. Um, that is crazy. The Tibet. We're getting the Tibetan eagle versus Sumu Darji, you know, versus Manel Cap, and this is the absolutely crucial fight at flyweight, as you guys already know, because flyweight, as much as we don't want to think, it's actually kind of wide open. We saw Askar Askarov lose. Did we think that it was actually a possibility that he was going to lose to Karkar Franz? No, I didn't. No, uh, and no, I actually didn't. But we get it now, and we got. What are we gonna do here? We got Manel Cap, his power, his explosiveness, and Sumadarji's power and explosiveness. Sumadarji, probably the most knockout power, maybe besides Davis and Figueredo. Dude, Sumadarji's left hand is from hell. As I've said on multiple occasions, <laughs> it can put anybody in the 125 and 35 pound division, probably even 45, 55 out if he connects clean i'm telling you right now wow. he just has long levers and he can put your lights out as he did who did he who did he absolutely crack i know he fought zaruka dashev um oh he 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 cracked malcolm x gordon yeah that's mm. right but yeah fought zaruka dashev dude but this manel cap fight is going to be interesting the biggest key factor as as i'm going to take away from like if manel cap can't land a big shot like don't he cannot worry because he Sumidarji is a long guy and it's like cliche thing to say, but if like Sumidarji can find a way to keep this on the outside, dude, it's going to be a long night for Manel. But if Manel can find a way to just like find that power shot and not get frustrated when it's not coming and just throw volume, because that's what we saw against Mateusz Nikolaou. He didn't throw enough volume and he was, la- he was landing the better shots, but he wasn't landing enough volume. And that's what ultimately, apparently the judges thought that um, Mateus Nicolau won that fight. But when you're watching a fight with somebody, my friend, I was watching Mateus Nicolau versus Nell Cap. Um, Austin, 
Frost, mm. we were watching it together, oh, and okay. Austin literally thought Manel Cap won the fight. So <laughs> if three judges are ringside and give the fight to somebody that like my friend who doesn't watch UFC thinks <laughs> Manel Cap won, if you give it to the other guy, I don't, I don't think those people should probably be judging, right? No, 100%. my friend that doesn't watch UFC thought Manel Cap won that fight, probably should have gave it to Manel. And Manel's he's gonna be fi- Starboy's gonna be fighting for the title soon, dude. Like if he gets a dub here, it's whoever gets a dub here they're going to absolutely propel themselves in the superstardom because it is so wide open. All these fights in the top five are winnable. We've seen it. There isn't like a gap really between the champs. Like um, Brandon Moreno and Davis Figueroa, they're like on the same level. Kaikar France, in my opinion, he hangs right with them. Alexander Pantoja, all these guys, Askar Askarov's going to be fighting Alex Perez. They're all on the same level. Anybody can win the belt on any given day. So big fight in flyweight division there. I think that if they were to give the $10,000 winner, whoever's going to win that fight, I think that would probably be the third fight that I'm looking for. Like, that's Forward my third ranked favorite fight yeah. on that card for sure. Okay. Now, second one. Been waiting a long time for this guy to fight since he beat Andre Yule. Charles Jordan is going to be fighting Lando Venata. Lando Venata, as we know, as absolute killer at lightweight. But Charles Air Jordan, dude, when he, his fight against Ilya Teporia, because Ilya Teporia was having uh, weight problems when that fight got called off. Um, Same. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you roast yourself right there, dude? I hate you. But this Charles Air Jordan, we watched a cocoon of a man. We watched this man come out of. I guess a shell. We watched him become an elite fighter against Andre Yule, and it was just incredible to watch, dude. He absolutely put on the performance of 2021, in my opinion, like the best performance. And he was yelling, warrior cries, absolutely everything he was throwing was landing, spinning kicks. Dude, his striking is so sharp. He's such a dynamic guy on the feet. I honestly, he's just well-rounded everywhere and this land of an auto fight is going to be a test because land of land of an auto dude i think he, his last time out what did he did he fight mike grande yeah he beat mike grande split decision dude the way that maquan americani i'm not trying to do mma math here but like the way maquan americani like ran through mike grande it could be this could be charles jordan's fight dude but lando looks cut up at 145 and he's so He's such an awkward style to fight, so I'll, I don't think this is going to go to the ground, really. I mean, I could definitely see, uh, I could definitely see Lando changing levels for sure. Even Charles, maybe. But this is going to be a striking fest. It is going to be so fun. It's going to be one of those fights, dude, where you're like, oh, ooh, you know, because <laughs> you, you can like feel it through the screen, you know. Uh. That looked like I had a stroke right there. <laughs> but this this fight is honestly like. This is a match made in heaven at 145, dude. This is legit fight of the year contender because Lando, as we know, dude, he's hung with like prime Tony Ferguson and Charles Jordan absolutely became a manimal against Andre Yule, dude. It was just like he talked about in his post-fight interview, like back was against the wall, even though he probably would have got re-signed no matter how that fight would have went just because he's such a promising young prospect. But these two dudes these guys are fireworks and it's going to be insane i couldn't even tell you who's gonna get the dub but if i'm betting on it if charles if any dude if seven if half the man that was fighting andre yule shows up for charles jordan like mm-hmm. it could be a long night for lando Venata. but lando's so awkward and he's just so clean and well-rounded everywhere it's gonna be a tough challenge but 
My money's on Charles, dude. Charles became one of my favorite fighters in 145, and that's an absolute fact. And even though I didn't really necessarily put him down on my list yeah. for most exciting fighters, this man with a crazy performance here, I could erase all the names. All the names at the 145 pound level, except Max. Those three letters, M-A-X. Those, those, those will never go. Those those will never go. But like the other guys, actually Mel's like, dude, yeah. <laughs> Mel, yeah. I'm not even going to spoil. I just spoiled the 145 pound division. But you guys don't know who I think is most exciting. We'll get to that. Okay. Multiple choice. Okay, so we got Sumodarjum and Cap, Charles Rodin and Lana Vadana. Those, you just cannot miss those. Now we got Alexander Romanov versus Chase Sherman. Uh... Romanov was supposed to fight Tanner Boser. That was going to be a great fight. But instead, I guess I'm not trying to disrespect Chase Sherman here, but Alexander Romanov, that's a future title contender. He throws people around the ring, around the ring. <laughs> he throws them around the ring like I was today playing fake WWE with Bianca. <laughs> I was, was pretending like I was bouncing off the ropes. <laughs> like, I <laughs> don't know I how he has energy. Literally clotheslining <laughs> me on my, the bed. I was literally body slamming her. It was fun, though. Oh, it was fun. Don't worry, I'm not calling like domestic violence charges. DB charges over here. No, I thought it was so funny. I was literally laughing so hard my stomach was hurting. <laughs> you do that to me so often. Dude, there's a show called Outlaws, bro. On Amazon Prime. Absolute clutch time. You have to definitely watch. It. watch. We always have to give a some type of review on a show or a movie. No, it's absolute money, dude. You cannot miss that show. It's and so. And you funny. guys need to watch on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Called Outlaws. And it's about what? I'd give it a seven, solid eight. Eight, eight um, people who committed a crime and they all have to do community service. And they all are like the stereotypical, like different type of person. Like the bad boy, the old guy, the, you know, the funny nerd, like yeah. all of that. Definitely watch. Very good. And it's, it's intense. It's a BBC show, which means it's like the British channel and i feel like their shows are always so much better than the u.s shows yeah they're like more funny i think the key thing that separates this show from other thing other shows is the fact that they it it's able to like show a bunch of different sides of stories Mm -hmm. but not get too overwhelming or confusing yeah I mean, there was, like, the season ended and there was a lot of, like, question marks. There's a lot of open-ended stuff as to what's going to happen but in season then, two. Yeah, season two, then, like, But, obviously. like, since there's so many different people, um, it shows, like, everybody's background. background and it's, like, story. it does a really good way of just meshing everything together. So, yeah. Like, and you don't get lost. Yeah. But at the end, you're obviously, like, well, what there's still a bunch this? of shit that Yeah, needs to there's be fixed. stuff that went down and then, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm season excited two's gonna to be see fun. season two. Yes, our baby. Okay. Now, so we just got done talking about Alexander Clay Guida versus Claudio Pueyes. Um, it's gonna be a good fight. Just really quick. You rusty? Gra- grappling. Clay? Huh? He knows your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Parents paid him to say happy birthday to you. Sick. Okay, I'm okay. I'm kidding. Um, Clay Guida versus Claudio Pueyes, dude. He's so nice though, Clay. Yeah, Clay Guida is the man, but. It's going to be a fun fight because he's coming off that big dub over Leonardo Santos and Claudio Pueyes. He's coming off that big dub over Chris Grusmacher. So it's going to be a good ground fight, I think. Claudio's light on his feet, pretty good striker, but it's going to be tough to take down Glay. It's going to be fun to see the grappling exchanges for sure. Okay, then the main event, though. Oh, here's how I think it's going to go down. All right, ready? Jessica Andrade, ready. so powerful. She's going back down to 115. And maybe make a little run there um, because we know she, she's 
top top two top three at a top big top 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 cheap joke i was <laughs> just gonna say that talk i was waiting for you to be i was just want to do that i carly fans you know you know spencer carried the show let's go and i carly quote talks cheap jessica andrage fencing here's gonna so amanda lemo she's coming off a really tough test you guys thought i was gonna say big dub over angela hill no i didn't say big dub i've got a bigger vocabulary than that <laughs> let's go larger i'm going tough test instead of big dub these are all t-shirts you gotta have you know <laughs> just absolute freaking merch dropping dude it. we should do <laughs> we should do some merch yeah angela hill was a tough out dude and Amanda Lemo, she, uh, Angela Hill took some huge shots. As we know, the reason we love Amanda Lemo so much is because she's got that 115 knockout power, which not a lot of people can say. And Angela Hill did a great job of testing her, taking her into deep waters um, in the clinch, pinning her up against the cage, pinning her, I mean the fence and stuff. But Amanda Lemo, too good on striking, won the split decision. The but what's so weird about putting her up against the cage? No, you said cage, and then you said fence, fence. and I'm like, cage, fence cage just sounds bad. It's the same thing, dude. I don't like the word cage. Uh, yeah. Makes you feel like an animal. Yeah. Jessica Andrade, dude, she's got the equalizing power that Amanda Lemos has, and okay, wait, maybe Amanda Lemos, if she connects on Jessica Andrade, I'm convinced that Jessica Andrade is probably going to get rocked, but if Jessica Andrade connects clean amanda lemos may be able to take it but i'm just saying jessica andrade she's built like an absolute tank and if she cracks you correctly or in the body she can just you just shrivel up and die basically that's what you did to caitlin chukagan i just believe that with the amount of experience this is cliche as hell but jessica andrade she has experience with valentina shevchenko dude she's fought um she's fought rose she's beat rose with that head slam weird thing but i think that <laughs> Amanda Lemos just ain't ready for this test yet. Just can't draw. She is a killer dude. But I think she's going to take her into deep waters. And what I'm going to say is right now, though, Amanda Lemos, all that takes, baby, with that Francis Agano one-punch knockout power. She couldn't land on the chin. It's night-night for Jessica, but I just think Jessica's too smart. She's going to be too good. She's going to mix stuff up. And I think she's going to do a lot of what Angela Hill did. She's going to take um, note on – you can – definitely wear down on amanda um wear amanda down if you just hold her up against the fence in the clinch and maybe even drop and take her down you know so neutralize that knockout power you can't i mean amanda can't obviously can't knock you out if she's on her back baby clutch words from like daniel cormier paul filder all those guys say that so basically gonna be a ufc announcer one day so <laughs> okay no biggie amanda lemos i love you but I just see Jessica getting this dub. It's going to be a good test, though. Whoever's going to face Amanda Lemos in the future, though, is absolutely like, screw it. Okay. That's facts. That's that card, dude. Amanda Lemos, Jessica Andrade. This is going to... That's this Saturday? Yeah, this is going to rival a Mejina Rodriguez versus... Uh, was it Jan Jonan? Yeah, I think it was... Yeah, it was Mejina Rodriguez versus Jan Jonan, I think. Yeah, wait, let me check this. <laughs> my mom is so annoying what's she saying she asked if i was gonna stay over and i said no and she goes oh. okay geez <laughs> like all i said was no <laughs> she goes geez 
I know. People have some different styles of texting. But yeah, it was Marina Rodriguez. She beat Jan Jonan. Yeah. Big facts. All right. Off to the multiple choice. Oh my god, if people could stop texting, that'd be awesome. My mom. Alright, guys, are you guys ready for this? Yeah. Let's let's buzz saw through this, okay? Buzz saw through this sucker. Straw weight. My favorite fighter. Don't even get mad at me, okay? I had Mahina Rodriguez and Amanda Lemos. Okay, wait. So I thought you were gonna do a thing where like you put your top three and then I choose which I think is your favorite out of the three. Oh. I mean, but we we're could not do doing that. that. We could do that. Okay. All right, I'll pick you right now. Okay. Mahina Rodriguez or Amanda Lemos? She's my favorite at straw weight. Amanda Lemos. Nope. Mahina Rodriguez. Yeah, she's too well-rounded. Too well-rounded. Nobody can beat her, dude. I'm telling you right now. She's going to be a champ one day. I'm telling you. Okay. okay. Next one. So these are your top three of these w- women. Yeah, these are my favorite that I love to watch. Yeah. Like, no matter what. But then out of those, do you have a, one that you like a little bit more? Yeah. Okay. Uh, women's flyweight. Who do I like more? Manon Fior or Fioro? I think it's Fior. Or Alexa Grasso. Alexa Grasso. Ding, ding, ding. Alexa Grasso is the absolute man. I love Manon. She throws great combos. But, dude, Alexa Grasso, she's got it all. Boxing. <laughs> Submission skills. It's crazy. Wrestling. Yeah, she's the man. I mean, she's the woman. <laughs> women's bantamweight <laughs> women's bantamweight who who do i love to watch no matter what raquel pennington or josiana i forgot i actually had to tell you the names of the people <laughs> i'm like um josiana nunez a little absolute killer or raquel pennington who just dismantled aspen lad <sighs> what was the first one again josiana nunez mm, raquel josiani ah she doesn't look like someone that'll mess you up because she's so small <laughs> but she will kill you she's about your size really? and she'll take out 135ers women 135ers she throws bombers dude two fight win streak in the ufc beat bay maleki in her ufc debut via ko crazy dang ko Fly, who's, my, who's my favorite flyweight guess um flyweight is 45 that's featherweight flyweight oh, flyweight who's is my favorite flyweight Tell me the 55. What? What's flyweight? 25. Men's? Yes. Who is a men's 25 or Brandon Moreno? Yeah, that's my favorite. Wait, did I really get it right? Yes. No. Ride did with him day one. No. I told him, I told everybody he was going to be Davis and Figueredo. His boxing is so clean. He's the man. Wrestles, takes everybody Can down. Wait, are he's you my so man. impressed that I got that? Yeah, he's my favorite flyweight. Guessed- I'll never miss a Brandon Moreno fight. Ever since I watched him beat Ask, I mean, have a draw with Askar Askarov, that's crazy he's the man <laughs> you're so funny but who's i'm my favorite, really proud of myself who's my favorite men's bantamweight adrian Giannis, marab dualashvili or song Yidong? this is tough one huh? tough one i'm gonna go dualashvili oh yeah yeah it's gotta be marab marab okay so what i was gonna do was i was making an official mo- like, uh, my my official like can't miss fighters list and it was hamzat max rafael faziv iron mike um chandler and shane burgos these aren't necessarily like my favorite guys. These were just like the most exciting guys that I think that everybody yeah. has to watch in order. Like if you want to become a UFC fan. And I had Marab on there, but it was like, it was so tough. I couldn't pick between like Shane Burgos and Marab or like, it's just so hard. Yeah. It's so tough. But okay. Who's my um, favorite featherweight? And I'm going to take out Max because Max doesn't count. Okay. Because he's, he's, he's like, he's like God, dear. Okay. <laughs> he's Mel- like, 
my god, tears. Melsig Bagasarian, Shane Burgos, or Ilya Teporia? Ilya Teporia. <sighs> Dude. Do it, I know it, you? It goes No. It goes <laughs> it goes Shane. What? It goes Ilya. Wait, and then it goes Melsig. Melsig's the man. You told me that you like Ilya Teporia is like one of your like top fighters ever now. Dude, this is why it's hard. Am I right? So you're this just changing this daily on me because it you I asked me the this gun. Like three How many weeks segments ago? have we talked about the gun? Melsic, the Armenian Mar- Melsic. No, you put him the below Armenian Iliot. gun. Iliot Poirier. So no, but Melsic's my favorite. I know Georgians. God, it's so tough. <laughs> God, okay, I just so love Melsic, dude. Melsic, wait, he's so exciting. Wait, what was, what was the three listed? Iliot Poirier. Hmm? Who, what was the three that you just listed that I had to guess from? Shane Burgos. Yeah. Billy Teporia. Uh-huh. Melsic. And so you're giving... You're Melsic Bagasarian is my favorite featherweight to watch I thought you just Max. said it was Shane. Okay, obviously we're not listening. I swore right, you just said it was Shane. And I was like, what? play back the tape. I swore you said your favorite is Shane. Dude, Melsic's the man. Play back the tape. I don't even care. Do a little rewind. Play back the tape. <laughs> okay, Whatever. Who's my favorite? Lightweight. Iron Mike or Rafael Fazeev? Rafael. <sighs> Man, this is a toughie. Iron Mike. Uh, I don't know. Do You don't even know? Michael Chandler's never been in a boring fight. Neither is Rafael Fazeev. But I gotta go with Iron Mike. I gotta go with <laughs> Iron Mike was my favorite lightweight to watch. For sure. Man's has grown on me. Wait, who is it? Iron Michael Chandler. You can't you say Michael Chandler. You said Iron Mike. I thought that was his name. If I would have heard Michael Chandler, I would have chosen Michael Chandler. Grandma needs to turn off her earring aids here because uh, here we you go. You said Iron Mike. As a person who doesn't know a whole lot of UFC lingo and nicknames. You know more than I guarantee okay, 70% no, I, of the planet Earth. I agree, but I wouldn't say 70. 90 no like more than like 40 okay i think i'm giving myself okay. name really me, low yeah okay whatever all right wait no actually name tell me what we're name five you. fighters name who are your five who, who are your fav, five favorite fighters i like big but <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't have been funny that shouldn't have made me laugh um Whitaker. watch my phone be dead watch my phone be dead <laughs> Twenty percent comes up. Yeah, it's it's fine. Okay, Robert Whitaker. The rubber Whitaker. I like all the New Zealanders. The the boot guy. Ty. Ty, and then I like um. I like Dan Hooker, but like, eh, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, eh. and then I do like Michael Chandler. I used to not, and then I like. There's a lot of ones I like. I like Brandon Moreno too. Mm-hmm. And then um See that black thing? You're not talking to it. Alright. Um, and then I like <laughs> um I forget the okay. other one. We don't have to be the, we don't have to eat the mic, right? So we're performing at the like, Pepsi halftime show at the Super Bowl, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I want to diet Pepsi. Um yeah, so are you no bianca got me a whole bag of kit kats <laughs> easter sunday <laughs> today's tuesday unhealthy obsession okay. Unhe- unhealthy cats. relationship i'm just waiting wait what did i get for what did you get me for easter again i forget dude i got you an easter basket <laughs> i didn't need anything 
god. Your mom was very sweet. Got me stuff. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. No, Who's my favorite welterweight? Who's my favorite welterweight? Shut up. Hamza. Hamza. Shavkat. Or Pajera. Michelle Pajera. Oh. Hamza. Okay, I love. I love Hamza. Oh my god. Hamza doesn't throw spinning heel kicks. Okay, it's the last guy. What was the last name? What was the name of the last guy? Okay, Michelle Pajera is great. But I, I'm a big fan of a uh, Shavkat Rachmanov. <laughs> That's the guy that I'm watching every single time. What's his name? Shavkat Rachmanov. Shavkat Rachmanov. Hamzat Shavkat Michelle. Hamzat Shavkat and Michelle. Somebody's got to be named Shavkat Hamzat out there, right? Shavkat Hamzat Michelle. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no if your name is Shavkat and Hamzat, I guarantee you there's going to be zero Michelle in there. Hamzat <laughs> <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> It's like the Sweet Life Zach and Cody name. <laughs> what is it? What is it? My name is... What's his name? Smith. <laughs> Wait, what is his name? I have to look that up. Dude, yeah. But okay, give me some other ones. What do you mean? Okay. Who's my favorite middleweight? Andre Mooney's or Sean Strickland? Sean Strickland. It's Andre Mooney's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, just because he's so good and he can take anybody in the division down and he'll submit you in the first round. And I love Sean Strickland, but his fights, I I, I just don't see his, like, he's so exciting and he's so much fun to watch, but you can kind of tell that the moment gets to him a little bit and he thinks about, like, oh my God, if I lose this fight, he's going to fight safe. And there's nothing wrong with fighting safe for himself, but it's, like, fun. Andre Mooney's, I feel like, just doesn't give a shit. And he's gonna take everybody down, no matter what. And his style of grappling is just super exciting. That's sick. I love Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland's the man. He's obviously my top. He's, these these are my top two favorite middleweights for sure. Okay, who is my Smith. favorite light heavyweight? Dao Jung, Kiri Prohachka, Michelle Olashajic, or Jamal Hill? Yamhal. Name the first two again. Kiri Prohaska, Da Eun Jung, um, Michelle Olashajic, or Jamal Hill. Michelle Olashajic. You know me well. Michelle Olashajic, dude. He's a sleeper at light heavyweight, and he could move down to middleweight, maybe, but the man just fought Dustin Jacoby, who's one of the best kickboxers in the division, and he hangs with you. <laughs> Michelle Olashajic is the man. His boxing is so clean. He puts crisp combinations on everybody, dude. I'm telling you. Anybody in the light heavyweight division should be on notice because this guy, in the first round and even in later in fights, his cardio holds up so well and his boxing is fantastic. I'm first watching against Modestus Bocalcius, dude. He is the guy. If I see Michel Oljejic, other people might dis- dismiss him, but this guy, you cannot sleep on him because he's the man and he's still young, too. He's got a lot of time to improve. Um, finally, favorite heavyweight Tai Tuivasa, Tom Aspinall, or. A man that is going to be featured on this weekend's card, Alexander Romanov. Romanov. I don't think it's tied to Ivasa just because I just mentioned him and you didn't really give me that much of a reaction, but I also know that you love him more than you do the second guy. Tom. Tom. Uh, 
Okay, I love Alexander Romanov, but I'm going to dismiss him. Pick between Tom and Ty. Yeah, I knew it was the last guy. Ty. He's the man. You like Ty? He's the dude, dude. He's the guy that if he becomes champ, it's going to be sick as hell. You know? Everybody loves him. There's not a single human on planet Earth, I think, that hates Ty. No, I like him. The only reason that anybody could ever hate him is for health reasons, and that's for drinking out of other people's shoes, and that's disgusting. But... (laughs) For all the reasons, because he does some nasty that, he's shit. the absolute, their absolute gold. Like Fox, they have a young guy, like a New Zealander dude, about my, probably he looks like he's my age, but he's probably older, and he hosts a UFC show, and he gets to talk, he, his hosts are like, his guest hosts are Alexander Volkanovsky, Robert Whitaker, and Ty Tuivasa. He gets to talk to Robert Whitaker and Ty Tuivasa. The two, two of the sickest people, people that you could ever have co-hosting your show. How is that fair? Why it's does not. he get to do that? That guy is an absolute god. Can you do that? I want to do that one day. <laughs> I'll just pretend. Pretend. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm from here. Might. <laughs> Might. I'm from New Zealand. Okay. <sighs> do the outlaw show. This has nothing to do with anything, but I... Oh, but just letting you know you're about... 11 minutes. minutes over you gotta call your lawyer yeah your agent well it's another 10 grand on the line so uh, good thing my subscribers bring in the cash so uh, yeah they do I, i'll cover that in a sec <laughs> hit that like and subscribe button okay For real. really quick really quick because i i had to talk about this and i, I left it out okay shavkat rockmana versus neil magny got announced absolute firefight crazy matchup uh neil magny he's coming off that Big dub over uh, Max Griffin. Even though he got cracked, he still found a way to come back and win that fight. Dude, Shavkat, he's going to bring a lot to the table for Neil. And, but I don't know if Neil can hang in there, take a few shots, take a few knockout shots. Uh, it, it Bring Shavkat into deep waters. You never know what's going to happen. But I just really know that Shavkat hits different, dude. And he's gonna if he hits you with the spinning back kick, it's going to put you out. And his ground and pound is relentless. And if it's not working... Um, if his stand-up's not working, he's going to take you down. And Neil Magny is just so durable, so well-rounded. It's just going to be a fantastic fight. I think that they're. It's it's interesting to me. It's going to be like an interesting stylistic matchup because, like, I think that they're both kind of nightmares for each other, considering how big they are. But they're all. It's also just going to come together and be an awesome fight. That doesn't make any sense. Like they're a nightmarish matchup, but at the end of the day, I think it's going to mix together and end up being something pretty sick. And th- I wouldn't be surprised if once if the fight like ends in an early finish or it's like one side on one way or the other. I I'm just a big fan of Shavkat, dude. He's he's up and coming, but Neil Magny is so tough and he can take a big shot and he can end up just grinding out a fight and grinding out a dub. So it's gonna be a fun a fun matchup. I think it's in like June or July or something. And then Demir is Magula Demir is Magula versus Garam Kutadaladze. Garam Kutadaladze is our um he's a fellow training partner of uh obviously you know hamza and demirish magulov he's absolute killer dude i don't think he's i think he's like lost once he's like 22 and oh 22 and one or something like that but absolute killer this is going to be a fantastic fight garamza he he fought and kind of stole a sketchy decision from our boy mataj gamrot which that was a good fight and then demirish magulov He's the guy. He had weight issues, I feel like, in Abu Dhabi, and he couldn't um, he couldn't make weight, so they, they scrapped the fight. I forget who he was going to fight, but that's going to be an absolute fantastic fight. And Demir Shmugulov, for anybody who doesn't know, dude, I need to watch more of him because 
I know that he can make it to the top five easily and t- fend for the title. Fend for the title? No, he could f- contend. Fight. Contend. Yeah. Okay. Contend. Last thing here that I'm going to get through really quick. Armand Sarukian versus Metallic Gamrot. This is dream fight. This is what you call me going to bed and then <laughs> thinking about my favorite fight. And then it actually comes to life because these two guys want to fight each other. So Dana White, Sean Shelby, make a magnet. Make it happen. Make a magnet. Let's make this happen, dude. Because what are you going to get? You get Armand Sarukian, who is probably one of the scariest people on planet Earth, versus Mataj Gamrot, who is one of the only people on planet Earth that could even give Armand Sarukian a challenge. Between the grappling and striking abilities of both of these guys, you're in for what you call a true... Yeah, a treat. <laughs> but also a true mixed martial arts fight. You're going to see high-level grappling exchanges. You're going to see high-level striking. And you're going to see insane levels of cardio. So, every insane everything that you could possibly imagine that could actually maybe happen in a fight, it has the potential to happen in a Metallic Gamrot versus Armand Sarukian fight. Because is Armand Sarukian, is he going to lay on top of um, Metallic Gamrot the entire fight like he did against Joel Alvarez and just elbow him in the face? Probably mm, not. No, no. Probably Metallic not. Gamrot is going to scramble back up to his feet and throw heat-seeking bombs on the feet. And also, Metallic Gamrot, he's going to shoot his own takedowns. And so... It's just going to be really fun to see a challenge for Armand because, in my opinion, I don't see anybody else that can really fight. And te- I mean, obviously, there's guys that can test him and stuff, but Mataj Garmont, this is the man, and this is the fight to make at um, lightweight. And whoever wins this fight, if Mataj can somehow, one of my favorite fighters, if he can somehow get past Armand, then, you know, Islam, watch out, dude, because Mataj Garmont is coming for that title. And I'm pretty sure if... Mataj can get past Armando Rukian. Dude. Dustin Poirier. Justin Gaethje. Step off to the side. Because. Mataj is coming. Also, if Armand gets the dub. <sighs> Jesus. I, if I'm in the top five, I'm basically just going to retire. Because being able to Darius, none of those guys have a chance in hell. Yeah. Against Armand, dude. I'm telling you. Armand is the dude. Sarukian. He's a welterweight fighting it lightweight and that's facts so that's basically all i wanted to talk about it was good to be back and actually hopefully nothing too extreme happens that just hurts my feelings because i definitely <laughs> want to do a post fight one this press time. conference episode yeah yes, with all the heated emotions and everything yeah. thank you guys so much 40 minute banger let's might go. see you next week might not we'll see the plan is to keep doing it on tuesdays because that's when everybody that's when all the ranking stuff come out. But we're going to come at you with another uh, NBA episode coming here soon because cool. playoffs, baby. Let's go. Go Warriors. Sweet. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye.